Hello, and welcome to another installment of our Ropes and Gray podcast series on California law for asset managers. I'm Catherine Schoolon, a partner in the Ropes and Gray Asset Management Group in San Francisco. I'm joined today by Michael Littenberg and Mark Rodder in New York. Michael is a senior partner and the global head of Ropes and Gray's ESG, CSR, and business and human rights compliance practice. Mark is a counsel at Ropes and Gray. Michael and Mark have extensive experience advising leading companies and sponsors on their mandatory and voluntary ESG disclosures, including to meet US state and federal, EU and UK requirements, as well as to conform to voluntary frameworks and standards. There were several bills signed into law in California this year that focus on environmental, social and governance, or ESG issues, that may impact asset managers and their portfolio companies. In our last discussion, we talked about SB 54, Fair Investment Practices by Investment Advisors. Today, we'll talk about a trio of laws focused on climate and greenhouse gas disclosure that was signed by California Governor Gavin Newsom on October 7, 2023. Those three laws are AB 1305, titled the Voluntary Carbon Market Disclosures Act, SB 261, titled the Climate Related Financial Risk Act, and SB 253, titled the Climate Corporate Data Accountability Act. Each of these bills is drafted broadly enough to affect portfolio companies and at least some asset managers. Let's talk about each of these pieces of legislation and key open questions that we think will be of particular interest to our listeners. Michael, could you start us off with a high-level overview to orient our conversation? Certainly, Catherine. Um, uh, I'm happy to do so, and thanks for inviting us to to join you here today. Um, As you noted, each of these three pieces of legislation imposes new disclosure obligations that may impact asset managers in their portfolio companies. Um, I'll use the bill numbers today since that's how most people are continuing to refer to these acts. Uh, first, AB 1305 uh, addresses the marketing sale and use of voluntary carbon offsets or VCOs. It also more generally addresses net zero claims and claims regarding significant greenhouse gas emissions reductions. Uh, at a high level, AB 1305 applies to VCOs that are marketed and sold in California, companies that are operating in California, and then claims also made in California. SB 253 requires scope one, scope two, and scope three greenhouse gas emissions disclosures. And Mark will go into in more detail in a minute um, what uh, those scope categories mean. Uh, As for the second piece of legislation, um, SB 253, that applies to entities organized in the United States that do business in California and have at least $1 billion uh, in annual revenue. And then turning to the third law, SB 261, that mandates biennial task force on climate-related financial disclosures or TCFD reporting. Uh, Like SB 253, it only applies to entities that are organized in the United States that do business in California, but it has a lower revenue threshold of at least $500 million. Of the three bills, AB 1305 has been the biggest focus of asset managers in recent weeks. Unlike SB 253 and SB 261, AB 1305 doesn't have a revenue threshold. Many asset managers make claims about their carbon impact in sustainability reports, marketing materials, and elsewhere. 
those claims could bring them into scope of the statute. AB 1305 would require any entity that fits into one of the following two buckets to publish disclosure on that entity's website. Bucket one are entities that market or sell VCOs in California. Entities that fit within bucket one will need to include information about each VCO, including the emissions reduced or carbon removed, details about the project and data and calculation methods needed to independently reproduce and verify the number of emissions reduction or removal credits issued using the protocol. Bucket two is much broader, requiring disclosure by any entity that makes claims about itself, a related or affiliated entity, or a product, implying that it does not add net greenhouse gas emissions, or that it has made significant reductions to GHG emissions. The statute requires that they provide all information as to how a carbon neutral net zero emission or similar claim was determined to be accurate or accomplished, how interim progress is measured, and if there is independent third-party verification of the data and claims. Entities that fit into bucket two and that use voluntary carbon offsets need to make additional disclosures about the VCOs that they use. There's no private right of action under AB 1305, but it can be enforced by the attorney general and by any district attorney, county council, or city attorney in the state of California. The penalties for failing to have the disclosure are monetary fines of $2,500 per day, up to a maximum of $500,000 per violation. One of the uh, big topics of discussion concerning AB 1305 is when it comes into effect. Unlike the other two laws, AB 1305 doesn't specify an effective date. And under California law, that means it would automatically come into effect on January 1, 2024. Uh, that's left a lot of asset managers and corporates scrambling to quickly understand the statute and also to put together disclosure uh, to satisfy its requirements and muddling the waters a bit further. The bill's sponsor, Assemblymember Gabriel, recently published a letter stating that his intent was for the deadline for the first disclosures under the act to be January 1, 2025, not the beginning of 2024. While that letter can't, cannot and does not unilaterally amend the statute to add an effective date of January 1, 2025, managers and other subject companies are taking that letter into account in their compliance strategy. There's a lot for asset managers to unpack here. Uh, in addition to the effective date, a key question for asset managers is going to be if they or their portfolio companies are in scope. And apologies for the avalanche of questions, but for example, what's the claim and do the statements made by asset managers count as claims? Similarly, do financial products count as products under the statute? And how does one interpret the requirement to present all information? Does disclosure need to be updated over time? All great questions. AB 1305 presents a lot of interpretive questions and very little in the way of guidance or definitions. At its core, AB 1305 is an anti-greenwashing statute intended to help people evaluate carbon-related claims that are being made about entities and products. Following from that, many commentators appear to be interpreting claim and product broadly. As for the all-information standard, Presenting all information is obviously impossible, but given the purpose of the statute, in the absence of guidance, many commentators appear to be landing at a reasonable person standard, i.e., what information would a reasonable user of the information be expected to care about? With respect to updating, the statute says that the disclosure needs to be updated at least annually. That seems to imply that updates may be required more frequently than annually. While the statute doesn't provide any guidance as to when updates are required, 
Again, we think many market participants will, in the absence of guidance, use a reasonable person standard. One last question on AB 1305. Are you seeing any trends in how asset managers are thinking about how they plan to comply with it? Uh, we are starting to see some emerging trends, Catherine. Um, with respect to VCO disclosure, many asset managers are putting together tables that include the information that's required by the statute, and the plan is to post that information on their website. Um, unlike the all-information standard for claims about carbon impact that Mark spoke about a moment ago, the disclosure requirements specific to VCOs are fairly prescriptive and in most cases can likely be addressed in tabular form. Uh, with respect to the information about claims on carbon impact, uh, many of those subject entities already are making responsive information public. So in most cases, uh, compliance with that part of AB 1305 is unlikely to be a big lift. But that's good news. Let's move on to the other two laws, SB 253 and SB 261. What do asset managers need to know about these? Fortunately, both of those laws have a longer fuse than AB 1305. They both require reporting to begin in 2026. SB 253 has phase in reporting requirements with reporting of scope one and scope two emissions to begin in 2026 and scope three emissions in 2027. Scope one emissions are an asset manager's emissions from its own operations. Scope two emissions are emissions from purchased energy. Scope three emissions are emissions of other entities in the asset manager's value chain. That typically includes, for example, portfolio companies and service providers. Assurance requirements for disclosure under SB 253 will also phase in over time. Scope one and scope two emissions need to receive limited assurance from an independent third-party assurance provider beginning in 2026, moving to reasonable assurance in 2030. Scope three emissions need to start receiving limited assurance in 2030. When signing SB 253 and SB 261, Governor Newsom stated that he had concerns about the timeline and costs of SB 253 and SB 261, and that he planned to work with the legislature to address those issues. However, just recently, the sponsor of SB 253 stated that he would not support any delays. We'll be closely watching how that shakes out over the next year. Thanks, Mark. Now, Michael, you mentioned at the outset that both SB 253 and SB 261 have revenue thresholds. Entities only need to report under SB 253 if they have more than $1 billion in annual revenue and only need to report under SB 261 if they have more than $500 million in annual revenue. Do asset managers need to consolidate revenue from their portfolio companies when considering this threshold? So neither SB 253 nor SB 261 specifies how revenue is to be calculated. Unlike AB 1305, each of SB 253 and 261 give the California Air Resources Board um, or CARB uh, authority to adopt implementing regulations. And we're optimistic that those will provide uh, favorable clarity on that question by following U.S. GAAP principles of consolidation. So does that mean privately owned portfolio companies could need to report? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, at the Portco level, uh, none of the three statutes that we've discussed today are limited to um, uh, public companies. Each of them will pick up a significant number of private companies, in fact. Now, now that's interesting, especially with respect to SB 261. In many cases, the portfolio companies that are privately owned don't publish much in the way of public disclosure. 
SB 261 would require them to publish TCFD reports, which go beyond just greenhouse gas emissions and talk about, among other things, climate-related risks, governance and strategy. Portfolio companies will need to think about how to present and contextualise that information to the market in the absence of more fulsome public financial disclosure. Now, well, I am mindful of the time, uh, but there is one last question I wanted to pose to you. How do you think these new California rules will interact with other climate disclosure requirements that apply to asset managers and portfolio companies? The California rules are only part of the climate disclosure requirements that asset managers and portfolio companies will need to comply with. SEC Chairman Gensler has already stated that the new California requirements will change the cost-benefit analysis for the SEC's proposed climate rules for issuers, which, as proposed, would affect any portfolio companies planning to IPO in the United States, because many companies will already need to produce at least some of the information called for by any final SEC rule in order to comply with the California requirements. More generally, asset managers and portfolio companies will need to think about complying with EU requirements such as CSRD and SFDR, requirements in other jurisdictions like the UK and other state laws. For example, last session, the New York legislature considered but did not adopt a law similar to, but not identical with, some of the California requirements we discussed today. New disclosure requirements are also being considered in other jurisdictions. Yeah, I think preparing consistent disclosure to address all of these different requirements is going to become uh, an increasing challenge, and compliance with some of the new requirements uh, will be time-consuming and costly. Uh, we're hopeful that many jurisdictions will eventually coalesce around consistent global standards, but I think that's likely to take some time and there will in any event continue to be divergence across jurisdictions, which in some cases will wind up being substantial. Uh, it's particularly important, I think, for private equity managers to understand significant new portfolio disclosure requirements relating to climate and also to proactively make sure their portfolio companies are taking appropriate steps to meet these new requirements. Uh, over the last several months, uh, we've been participating in numerous meetings and presentations on these topics with asset managers and portcos, uh, too many to count, um, but reflecting uh, the importance uh, that they are placing on this topic. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Mark. There's uh, certainly a lot to do. And unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. I hope this discussion on AB 1305, SB 251 and SB 263 has been helpful. For our listeners, please visit www.ropesgray.com for additional news and commentary about other important asset management developments as they arise. You can also subscribe and listen to this series wherever you regularly listen to podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we discussed today, or if we can help you to navigate any of the three new laws discussed today in a more tailored way, please do not hesitate to contact us. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>